This is the Tuesday, May 24th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got to cover with a variety of playoff action, maybe a little MLB sprinkled in there. So settle in and we'll set you up in about 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. Three times a week, the Right Time with Vamani Jones podcast brings you the latest from technology, music, and the very best analysis of the games. Plus, we have a community of friends, including Dominique Foxworth for Foxworth Fridays. That's the Right Time with Vamani Jones. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, and Wednesdays and Fridays podcasts are also available on ESPN's YouTube channel. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham and Aaron Dolan, who I hear is maybe just a little grumpy because adulting can be hard when trying to put together a new home and people aren't doing their jobs. Gaskets. Adulting is absolutely <laughs> terrible, and I'm ready to go back to being a teenager. I, I, I'd rather get yelled at for going out too late than deal with a hey, washer man. dryer. Hey, man. I, I was always sister. grounded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, but at least you had fun, it sounds like, while you were on <laughs> yeah. your way to getting grounded. Um, let's, let's get lifted in the betting space tonight, so to speak, and find some winners for our listeners out there. We, of course, have mm-hmm. the postseason continuing in both the NBA and the NHL. Let's start on the hardwood, however, where we have a game for a potential elimination game for the Mm -hmm. Dallas Mavericks at home, down 0-3 to the Warriors. They're a one-point home favorite, total of 215 and a half. Of course, there is a bevy of player props to play as well. So, Aaron, what are your favorite ways to wager this matchup? So I don't really trust uh, betting on the money line or spread right now. I really do think this could go either way tonight. I don't really feel like I have a great feel of it. Obviously, Dallas could shoot better in this game. But at the same time, the Warriors, I mean, they've won the last three games by 43 points, average of 14.3 points. So I'm not really trusting that. In fact, what I'm looking at is that under, and I talked about it on both shows yesterday, a few shows, I should say, and mentioned you, Tyler, with the Mavs being at home, of course, <laughs> that defensive rating that you, you went right, popped right in my mind uh, is 118.4 on the road, drops to 104.5 when playing at home. And then for the Warriors, their offensive ratings on the roads, 110 compared to 119.8 on their home court. So I just think this will be overall a big defensive game, just given that obviously the Mavericks don't want to be swept in this. This is a relatively um, normal total for the series. We saw it 216, 215 and a half and 216 and a half, the closing three totals in the previous three games. But again, I just think that this all around will be a great defensive game. And then in terms of some props, I am looking at Luca over 52 and a half points, rebounds and assists. Now, he has an insane all-time NBA high of 38 average points per game in elimination games, and he's hit over this number in the past two games, failed to do so in that game one when the Warriors did a great job at limiting him. But I will say the Warriors, their focus really shifts on limiting the role players. We saw that against the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. They can let Luka go off in this do-or-die type situation. They still might be able to win this. We saw this when um, this number actually 52 and a half when Luka played against Phoenix in that uh, last game. He actually went 35, 10, and four. So he didn't hit over 52 and a half. But if you remember, he didn't play that entire fourth quarter. So I would say uh, he only played 30 minutes in that game, the lowest he's played this entire series. So tonight, I do think he'll play 40 minutes or more and would go over 52 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Also, think some of the role players step up. Jalen Brunson to go over one and a half made threes. He's averaging 2.7 made threes a series. They obviously, the Mavericks shot 28.9% from three last game. So somebody's going to have to go off. And then I just think also last play for here, uh, Mavs race to 20. I think they just jump out to a quick start. There's not too much analysis 
that I can really give on that. But I do think that some of their shots will end up falling at the beginning. Well, Aaron, I am flattered and thrilled to hear that my nagging on the Mavs and the under at home has <laughs> finally gotten through and paid off. Because uh, I'm the same Absolutely. as you. I'm, I'm going under 215 and a half. Uh, the Mavs, of course, just they're, they're about a 75% under team when they play at home. You detailed. Uh, very astutely how their defense improves. We know that they're like the slowest team basically left this NBA postseason. That's saying something because Miami and uh, Boston aren't necessarily, you know, supercharged teams. But this game now out of San Francisco and in Dallas, it is more likely in my estimation that Dallas controls the tempo and plays at a tempo that they prefer and is able to kind of dictate that to their opponent. So I expect it to be a, a slower game than we've seen. Um, in uh, Golden State, and we saw that in game three with that total going under uh, against uh, the Golden State. So I expect much of the same. If Dallas is going to win this game and extend the series, how are they going to do it? Are they going to win a shootout against Golden State? Or are they going to win a low-scoring defensive battle? I think mm-hmm. it's far more likely that they get a victory in a low-scoring game than they do in a game that's, you know, both teams are at 110-plus points. So that's the way I'm looking at that game. I think we see eye-to-eye there. Also agree with you on the uh, – um, handicapping that Luca has a big game do or die we know he is the uh biggest piece of any offense kind of in the NBA the most influential piece of any offense in the NBA he's gone over 40 points in each of his last two games I'm gonna play over 34 and a half points that's a pretty massive total and I don't like kind of contradicting an under environment with an over prop and points but Luca is a tremendous exception because, again, he has gone over 40 in each of his last two games. He should see 40-plus minutes in this matchup as long as it's not a blowout because they need him on the floor to uh, win this game and extend uh, their season. And it appears, Aaron, that the Warriors are kind of okay with letting Luca get his and trying to limit everyone else. It seems like they're okay with letting Luca get 40. And as yeah. long as they hold Reggie Bullock and Spencer Dinwiddie and Jalen Brunson in check, they think that's the best way to beat this Dallas team. So I expect Luka to have a massive game in the point column over 34 and a half, even though, like Aaron, I do think it is likelier an under environment as far as the overall total mm-hmm. than it is an over environment. All right, real quickly, do want to look at what we have on the ice tonight. Two more games, Rangers and Hurricanes in the uh, Eastern Conference. That, of course, has been a defensive battle. All series long. Then you have the Oilers and the Flames in the Western Conference. We know we've seen some outrageous scoring and some just otherworldly ridiculous play from Connor McDavid uh, in that series. So um, we have a a coin flip right now in the uh, Hurricanes-Rangers matchup. That one right now has um, both teams as a pick basically essentially a minus 110 on both teams. A total of five and a half in that matchup. The Western Conference game. Um, with uh, Carolina leading that series, by the way, two to one. Rangers on their home ice trying to even up. The Western Conference game, the Oilers are a minus 120 home favorite. They lead the Flames two to one in that series. I will point out that Connor McDavid has just basically been an absolute monster uh, this entire postseason. So if you want to look at his point prop, McDavid over one and a half points is minus 160. That is wildly juicy. So mm-hmm. I-, I might default to a. Um, an assist prop or a goal prop and just try and get him uh, to to score a goal. His assist prop is one and a half and playing over that is plus 120. I like that price a lot more. I'll also point out that uh, if you want to play him to have at least one power play point, it's a much more palatable price over a half 
power play point is minus mm-hmm. 110, or you can just have him scoring a goal there, which, of course, uh, McDavid um, is doing at will almost, it seems like, in this series. And uh, let me pull this up real quick. McDavid to score a goal is plus 117. So that's probably the way I would play it. Uh, McDavid on his home ice just looks like the best hockey player in the world, like he's mm-hmm. skating at a different speed. Um, do you have anything on the ice or just um, anything that you've noticed in those series? Maybe not an, a, an official play, but – just something that you've noticed or picked up from talking to Puck Daddy or anyone else while doing Daily Wager? Honestly, I'm a basketball girl, <laughs> to hey. be quite frank. Hey. I've been keeping an eye on it, but the, I feel like if I start, you know, pumping out the hockey plays right now, people might be like, what's going on with that? But overall, I know it's been super exciting. I love Puck Daddy, obviously, coming on to the show and whatnot. He does a great job. He's always, I feel like, cashing the bets. Play to your strengths. You don't have to bet everything. Sometimes the best bet you make is the bets you don't make. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, again, no official play from me there, but just wanted to point out some lines on McDavid because he, I think he has, what, 20, 20 plus points in mm-hmm. 10 games in this series, basically averaging two points per game this postseason. Mm-hmm. He's been awesome. And, again, the uh, goals have been hard to come by in that Carolina Rangers series with the net minding, especially on the Rangers side of Shesterkin. Uh, but the total is low at five and a half. The total is a little higher in the game four matchup with the Oilers and the Flames, six and a half, but uh, we've seen them score 15 uh, in any given game. All right, to uh, the diamond real quick. I do have one play um, that I'm kind of looking at. There's some really good pitchers on the bump uh, tonight. We have Kevin Gaussman on the bound against my St. Louis Cardinals. We have Dylan Cease and his MLB leading strikeout rate against the Boston Red Sox. We have Corbin Burns on the bump against the San Diego Padres. I want to look at Gaussman against my Cardinals at home. Um, he's a minus 145 favorite, uh, plus 115 on the run line, a total of seven and a half juice to a dollar and a quarter to the under. I, I think this is going to be an under environment at Bush stadium tonight, uh, with Gaussman, um, pitching against a Cardinals team that is about, you know, two thirds right-handed. They've added Nolan Gorman and Brendan Donovan now to balance it out. But Gaussman dominates against righties and the best bats in the Cardinals lineup are right-handed. And then the, the blue Jays really they can maybe put like one, two lefties at the most in their lineup. And Jordan Hicks is going for the Cardinals um, tonight. And Hicks has a, an, a monstrous astronomical 66.7% ground ball rate against uh, right-handed hitters. So two of every three batters hits the ball into the ground against them. And uh, they, they don't hit it hard. It's a 22% hard contact rate. He gets mostly medium to soft contact against right-handed hitting. So I think it's a good matchup for the Cardinals starter. Gaussman is definitely the better starter and one of the best in the league. So I think runs are going to be hard to come by. My favorite way I've uh, found to bet this is uh, under three and a half at even money on DraftKings uh, first five total. I think it's going to be a a low scoring game at Bush Stadium tonight. Aaron, you've been our our long ball, long shot queen. Um, Yeah. And these are these are obviously (laughs) hard to uh, cash. Somehow. (laughs) But I am curious who you're looking at. It's the funniest thing. You've been the best of the bunch. (laughs) I'm three for four in these long shots, and it's the most random thing ever. Yesterday, Patrick Wisdom, who honestly, to be quite frank, I didn't even know that name until I was researching yesterday. So that just goes <laughs> to show you how lucky I am. Um, but if I was going to go with someone today, I would go with Mookie Betts to hit a home run off the Nationals game two of the series. Uh, he leads the team with 10 homers. He had two home runs in the last three games, two of them being against the Phillies. Gray's on the mound with a 4.36 ERA, 4-3 and three record. Dodgers offense is obviously elite. And I think if anybody's going to hit a home run tonight off this team, off this Nationals team, it would be Mookie Betts. So you can find that at, I believe, over – I've seen it at plus 385, the highest that I've seen it so far. So I like Mookie Betts to hit a home run. We'll do that as my long ball, long shot. 
I mean, you have been hitting homers like Barry Bonds so I don't, in it's the crazy. long ball long shot here. Also, <laughs> I, 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 it's just like uh, almost intentionally walking uh, Bonds is like trailing you right now. You just got to do it. <laughs> and, and right now they're cashing in a big way for you. So uh, excellent work there on the diamond. Best of luck tonight to everyone and all of your gambling endeavors, NBA, NHL. Uh, MLB and beyond. That'll do it for day- today. A little more than 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised from Tyler and Aaron. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show on your favorite podcast platform. That helps us out tremendously. And we got a uh, full house pretty much today, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2 for Daily Wagers. So make sure you tune in this afternoon for even more uh, as games get closer to start.